0: Welcome to Stork Storytime Talks with the North Liberty Library. Are you expecting or growing your family? If so, this podcast is for you. Delivering literacy, one topic at a time. This episode is sponsored by Mercy Iowa City. We invite you to like and subscribe to our talks podcast, wherever you listen. With the expansion of pre and postnatal care options available, more expecting families are implementing the support of doulas in preparation for a safe and cherished birthing experience. But what is a doula? What's the difference between a doula, a midwife, and an obstetrician? And if a family is considering a doula, what should they look for in such an intimate partnership? Is it all about healthcare certifications? an intuitive connection with a specialist, or a practical mix of both? I'm Kelly with the North Liberty Library, and today we'll answer all of these questions and more with our special guest, Kay Harvey. The owner of Kindred Spirits Family Birth Partners, Kay is a certified doula who specializes in birthing and postpartum care. Her background also includes experience in social work and counseling. Also, a quick fun fact: she and I attended high school together. So this is a catch-up for us as well. Welcome to the podcast, Kay. Would you please tell us all about yourself and what you do at Kindred Spirits?
1: Sure. Right, thank you so much, Kelly, for having me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. And just so that you know, this is actually my first ever podcast. <laughs>
0: Woo! I'm so happy. So that. I'm really honored to
1: be on it with the Seton
0: sister, you know. Yes.
1: Um, So my name is Kay Harvey. Um, I am the owner and the primary doula for Kindred Spirits Family Birth Partners. Um, I actually birthed Kindred Spirits 10 years ago, was actually 10 years ago in March. Um, And the reason why is because um, I have been someone who was always, always, always like a huge fan of babies and pregnant women to the point where I used to tell um, family members that they were pregnant before they knew that they were pregnant. <laughs> mm. um, and so just following that passion, I was always the caregiver of every baby in our family. So um, when I lost my job from a union, I was just like, what better thing to do? Um, I wanted to get into birth. I couldn't get into it right away, of course, being the, like OBGYN, but I wanted that more hands-on experience with the families themselves. Um. And how do I support that? Especially after having a birth where I had, where not that it was like a bad birth or anything like that. I just didn't feel like I had an advocate um, on my side for me. So, with that being said, uh, 10 years ago, I birthed Kindred Spirits. It was actually right after uh, my grandmother passed, um, who was a, a huge influence in my life. And so that's how it kind of came to be and how I decided to be, become a
0: doula. Very nice. Such a great story of uh, how your family interaction, you know, always caring for babies uh, from when you were younger to your grandmother's passing, influencing uh, the birth of kindred spirits. So there's just that that emphasizes a lot of the family connection that you're interested in and why you chose to be a doula in the first place.
1: Absolutely. Actually, my family was like my niece was like my second birth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you would say and and with your family, you were always predicting pregnancy, yep. mm-hmm. caring. Oh, very nice. That's great. Before they want they-
1: either before they were willing to tell other people, yes, I ruined a couple of teen pregnancy
0: um, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. But I cared for their babies once they came out.
0: Yes, that's, right. that's right that's all that matters yes and um so when so as i mentioned in the intro uh, there tends to be a lot of questions about what a birthing partnership with a doula entails yes so could you please share with our audience what a doula is and how the practice may differ from other birthing care professionals
1: so the, the word doula comes from a Greek word, um, which means with, with women. And so as a doula, basically what I do is support women, women, birthing women, birthing persons, and birthing families in general um, in whatever context it is that they need support. Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's in preparation just to get them, you know, like birth plans and things like that together. Um, sometimes it's just counseling them throughout their pregnancy, um, but most of the time, it includes all of that and then actually being with them throughout the whole childbirth experience, um, supporting them physically, mentally, spiritually, um, just any way to make it a more positive experience for them. It also includes empowering that family. And by empowering that family, I mean helping them to make informed choices um, when it comes to their health, their body, their births, and their pregnancies. A lot of times in hospitals, we can feel that we're kind of manipulated into doing things that we really don't want to do. And so um, my part in that is to make sure that families know, first of all, what the 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 doctors and the medical staff are actually saying to them. Sometimes they tend to use words that people may not understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just kind of help them facilitate making the smartest choice for their birth experience. Um, We don't want anyone to have a negative birth experience and it could be, you know, whether it's a C-section, an all natural birth, um, a free birth, or whatever the situation is, our main role is to support that birthing person and that family so that they are comfortable and happy
0: with the outcomes of that birth. Great, and and one thing that you talked about uh, that I wanted to expound on a bit How do you navigate a relationship? Let's say you have a client, a family, an expecting family, and they want to use your services as a doula, but they also want to give birth in a hospital. So they want to also engage. uh My
1: role as a doula is to follow them where they want to go. I have supported families in hospitals. I have supported families at home. And I have supported families in the birth center. Um, For me, I'm not one of those, sometimes you have doulas who are biased, so they may only go into a home birth setting with their clients, or they may only go into a hospital setting with their clients. I go where my client goes. Um, Nine times out of ten, we start the birthing process at home. Um, and then we end up at a hospital. But, I mean, if you want to do it at a birth center, I'm there for you. If you want to do it in your car, guess what? Nine times out of ten, I'm in your car with you. (laughs) That's great, because wherever uh, the birth happens is where I'm at. I'm a flexible.
0: Got it. That's great, and that's a great, uh, just you know, not only is that a great business model, but just the humanity of that position uh, is very enlightening, and I think that that's a question that some uh, expecting families would have is like, well, I kind of want to still be at a hospital. Can I still have a doula? Can I still have a doula? And it's great to hear that uh, your business model uh, is just based on the humanity and the needs of Absolutely. the expecting family.
1: And in today's age, you know, currently with the with the coronavirus and COVID-19 and everything like that, you know, mm-hmm. there are some hospitals that are that aren't even letting women take support into the hospital with them so in those cases um i have actually been offering virtual services for two years um it isn't on my website and i probably should put it on my website but virtually i do offer support and services as well i've been doing it since my sister gave birth two years ago
0: wow so <laughs> um, virtual services which like you said is very timely right now with the pandemic absolutely. going on and you've been offering these virtual services for two years
1: absolutely 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 that's the age of technology that we're in these days sometimes people want doula support but they don't want the doula there there are situations where that happens that has nothing to do with um having coronavirus right Um, and sometimes people just want the doula support and in the aspect of just knowing that if it's 3 a.m and they need to call somebody
0: that i'm gonna pick up the phone wow Awesome. That is such a great option to have the virtual service because like you said, there may be uh, situations where they don't want the doula there in person, but you're still there virtually to provide support. That is great. So um, many parents, they may find the concept of hiring a doula for their birthing experience intriguing, but they're unsure of where to start with their search. They don't know what they should be looking for. So what resources can expecting parents who are interested in using a doula use, and what criteria should they consider when selecting a doula?
1: So the first thing that you you should do when you are thinking about having a doula is first figure out how do you want to be supported. First, you have to figure out what type of birth it is that you want Mm -hmm. and what type of birth that you want to experience. And then you have to figure out how you want to be supported in that birth so i could be some you know sometimes a doula is just a quiet person sitting in the corner i've been there it's, sometimes those are the boring verse but sometimes that's all a woman needs is just to have somebody in the corner um so really what it's about is figuring out one the type of birth that you want and the type of support that you want once you figure out those types of things you talk to your family, if you have family that is supporting you and talk to your family and figure out how they fit into that support network for you first. Because you never want your doula to feel like, and you never want anyone in your family to feel like their toes are being stepped on. Right. Um, So then after you figure all of that out, you start talking with your friends and your family about experiences that they may have had with a doula. If they know any doulas, sometimes your family member may be a doula and you don't even know it. Mm. Um, or your friend could be a doula and you don't even know it. Um, and then you just start kind of reaching out through different facets. Doulamatch.com is a really great resource for finding doulas all over the world. Um, so it's doulas.org. Um, you can go through the actual training agencies. So, for example, I train through Birth Arts International, Um, They have a resource on there where it lists all of their doulas that they have all over the world. You can go through Dona. um, And you can always, always, always. There are tons of groups and pages and things like that on Facebook and Instagram and social media. Um, I know because I'm in a lot of. Them. I was going to
0: say, are you utilizing those to find clients and to. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm in quite a few different types of groups and, and things that are all over
1: Facebook. Um, I'm in Black Moms Connection. I'm in Doulas, Doulas USA. There's I'm probably in about 50 different groups, honestly.
0: Wow. <laughs> Good for you. Um,
1: but you know, you got to keep your networks big, and that's also how you learn more information because um, information is always changing.
0: Absolutely. And so you mentioned uh, doulamatch.org? Mm, dot com. Dot com. Doulamatch.com. Mm-hmm. Doulas, with an S at the end.org. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are two quick uh, search engines. And then if any, if any of our listeners has social media accounts with Facebook and Instagram, are there certain tags they should look up when they're on Instagram? You know what? I honestly, I am not a big
1: tagger. I, mm, I
0: don't mm. okay. you know, <laughs> tags sometimes when, with my writer account. And it's like, okay, are people really... I, I don't follow tags? tags
1: too much. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm probably... Well, I, I'm guessing that that they the so
0: doula. I mean, at the very
1: basic... Yeah, basic I would say hashtag, concept. like, doula. Hashtag look for, like, doulas of, like, for example, doulas DMV would be a way to find, like, doulas in, in the in the dc maryland and virginia region where i'm at Mm -hmm. um doulas of chicago that's another great group to um another great way to kind of find doulas there's doulas everywhere yeah um and i just want to kind of backtrack a little bit because i know that you asked me the difference between a doula a midwife and then like an opposite ob obstetrician right um so a doula is basically a support person so they support women throughout throughout pregnancy um sometimes throughout the whole preconception period if you're a fertility fertility doula which i am actually getting my training for now mm-hmm. all, right. Um, all right and then so we just support, support the birthing person and family throughout the whole um throughout the whole process with and then postpartum as well there are some doulas that may only focus on labor and delivery and be a labor doula. There are some that only focus on postpartum work. And that's when they come into your home afterwards and help you like, get acclimated and support with baby. Um, and then there are midwives. And midwives actually help women and can actually go do the birth process. So they actually, you know, are just like doctors. It's that so they don't have a doctor. doctor. Right. Right. Emblem a PhD behind their name or MD or PhD behind their name. Right. Um, many midwives, though, a lot of times, midwives actually have more training. No, people are probably going to argue with me on this way. But are <laughs> You know, all you do is study birth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the and the female body and all of that. When you are an OBGYN GYN or obstetrician, yes, you do get four years of like medical residency and things like that. But I tend to think that um, with midwives, they just they're just a little bit more focused,
0: right? <laughs> um, because the birthing
1: processes and how the, it it happens all naturally.
0: Right, because the intimacy of giving birth, and you're a mother, I'm a mother, the Absolutely. intimacy of giving birth is just, especially your first time around, is huh. be daunting to say the least. So having the presence of someone who uh, is much, who is in tune with mm-hmm. the childbirth experience exclusively, yeah. where it's, it's helpful to have the general health, and medical training, but to have someone there who is there 100% to engage Absolutely. the childbirth experience has a very uniqueness, it has a uniqueness to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so you've been practicing birth work for the past decade yep uh well longer if we talk about your experiences with your family, which I think <laughs> is a experience as well absolutely um and which led to you opening your own practice so tell me and tell our listeners what can a family expect from you during their initial visit to kindred spirits, whether that's an online or an offline visit
1: so during initial visits it's really about i I think that initial visits are important because that's where families find out if they're actually compatible with their doulas meaning you read offer you see, and that's also where a doula can figure out if they're actually compatible with the family as well it's a two-way street mm-hmm. um you know a lot of times that's where you find out if you have um like-mindedness and like the way that you the way that your thought process is um whether your energies can actually <laughs> mix together um and just figuring out for for that birthing person if that is something who are you who they are actually comfortable with being open. And I mean open (laughs) with, because birth is the most intimate, um, the most intimate experience that one can go through life. Um, And in that birth process, every woman is totally open on every level of being. Um, And they're also in a very vulnerable, they're in a very vulnerable stage. So you want to make sure that you find somebody who is compatible with that. So usually in my initial consultations, um, people tend to ask things like, you know, where's my background? Um, What are my thoughts on certain different parts in the the laboring process? Um, Women want to make sure that they ask questions about how a doula is going to support them. The ways in which they are comfortable of receiving you want to make sure your doula asks you the ways in which you are comfortable with receiving support like for example some people don't want to be touched
0: okay um
1: and if you're a real touchy-feely doula
0: that's not going to work you're going to have
1: issues working with somebody who doesn't want to be touched (laughs) right
0: right Mm -hmm. um
1: if And so, you know, those are the types of, you should be asking like those intimate questions. Usually um, consultations last anywhere. My consultations on average last anywhere from um, 60 to 90 minutes, but there are some who only have 30 minute consultations. Um, So it really all depends. But the the main thing that you want to do is find out if you are actually compatible with your doula. Find out. You know, ask those questions—those tough questions—that you know, if something should happen, or if, let's say, for instance, you know, a doctor comes into your birth room, and then they're talking about, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that, and to to your mom, in any shape, form, or fashion, you want to know how is your doula going to kind of advocate for you? For you when yes, because your I, voice I, I, is being drowned out,
0: right? And I'm I'm finding that advocacy is one of the main tenets of a doula partnership. Absolutely. Now, And asking those tough questions are important. Now, how do you... Is there anything that you do during that initial consultation to kind of get those tough questions out of potential clients, maybe a client who may be afraid to ask the tough questions. Or is there anything that you do to kind of facilitate those questions out so that they can so really- So I usually it? ask
1: people things like if it's a mom who's already had a baby before, you know, mm-hmm. what was your last birth experience like? What is mm-hmm. your, or what are, if you, even if it's a first time mom, what are your, what is your thought process on birth? How do you think that first go- how do you think that your birth is actually going to go? Um, you know, do you have any type of, I don't know, it's, it's weird because when you're in the moment, it's different. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but like, you know, I'll ask moms if they have any reservations against people touching them. Um, is there anything that makes you feel uncomfortable if you're like, is there anything that ever makes you feel like you're backed into a corner? You know, any type of experience that you've had where you've been backed into a corner. Or even um, sometimes I'll ask moms, is there anything that you, has there been any time or any situations with your primary care provider, meaning your OB or your midwife, um, that just kind of rubbed you the wrong way and made you think twice? Hmm. Okay. Um. Because maybe they won't say what's wrong to their care provider. Right. But if something's wrong, they'll say it to somebody else.
0: Yes. And you, and as a doula, you want to kind of be that confidant. You want to be that that window. Right. Uh, that and, and sometimes the- you can gauge from what issues they're
1: having with their care provider, mm-hmm. what what it is that what type of support it is that they really need in that birthing and that in that pregnancy and in that birthing process.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, yeah, I see. Great. Well, this was such an informative session. But before we end, I was wondering if you could share two things with me. One, where our listeners can find you for more information about kindred spirits and doula support. And two, a favorite storytime memory or book with us, either as a child being read to, or as a parent reading to your child, or just a favorite kids' book. Sure.
1: Um, so, they can find me at kindredbirth.com, K <laughs> I N D R E D B I R T H.com. Um, or you can email me at ksbirth at gmail.com um, if you want to reach me or have any questions. Um, and then, as far as favorite books, God, I had a lot of it, I was a book junkie. Like I, yeah. I stayed my mom, made. we stayed in libraries. I always had the maximum amount of books <laughs> checked check out. Um, so I actually have a couple of favorite books. And I actually had some that I've, I've I'm actually really upset because I lost them in storage. We had some rust spots like a year and a half ago. So I actually lost these books that I've been keeping my entire life. Um, but one was like this big pink book. oh God, it was my favorite book. I mean, so much to the point where like I had tape and stuff to keep the binding and everything together. I read <laughs> it even as adult, I kept reading this book. and it was just like this great big pink book of like just different small short kid stories in them. I absolutely love okay. that book. Um, then there was Ed's Menagerie because I wanted to be a veterinarian. mm hmm. Um and I think my other favorite book was Snot Stew. Oh yeah, I love that. Book. Snot. Um, it was stew. about yeah. It was about a cat and it was a really good book. You should read it. <laughs> um, but it's called Snot Stew. No, seriously. Uh, Kayla might like. um do I don't know. Kayla's
0: a diva. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> I'm trying to get that child to read more. But yes, yes. But try it. It's actually a really good book. I mean,
1: I just really enjoyed that book. Um. And then as far as like books that um, were read to my son, my favorite story time memories for my son actually have to do with my mom. Um, My mom would read um, Sandra Boynton's Yes. Snuggle Puppy. Yes. To my son. And you know, she did like the whole snuggle puppy, snuggle puppy. (laughs) And they like had this thing and every time they were together. They like read this book. Actually, I'm crying. It's going up right now. But yeah, that's like my favorite story time memory. Is actually of my
0: mom and my son. Oh, that is beautiful. Yeah. Snuggle puppy. Awesome. Well, Kay, thank you so very much for your time and your expertise today. Uh, we enjoy talking with you about the history of doulas, information on how families can conduct their own doula search, and hearing all about kindred spirits. Uh, so, uh, audience, again, we'll leave the links in the uh, we'll leave the links at the bottom of this feed for the podcast. Uh, but please check out. Uh, check out Kay with Kindred Spirits at kindredearth.com. All right, great. Well, this has been a Stork Storytime Talks podcast from the North Liberty Library. Uh, today we talked with our friend Kay Harvey with Kindred Spirits Family Birth Partners. Definitely visit her website for more information about her programming and her services. And thank you again to our sponsors at Mercy Iowa City. Thank you so much, Kay.
1: Thank you.